Because if you're like me and you're acutely aware of all your shortcomings as I am of mine, then you may do what I do sometimes and I ask the question, how can God really love me with all the things I've done and all the mistakes that I've made? Welcome to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Bobby and his brother Glenn own Alliance Sports Group, a collection of hardware and sports product lines, including Nebo tools and flashlights, sold in over 40,000 retail stores across America. Bobby would like your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at OnTheBrightSide.org. Now, get ready for On the Bright Side with Bobby. Good morning. Are you happy today? Are any of the Teen Challenge girls here this morning? Okay. Uh, Great job with the Teen Challenge Golf Tournament this week, I want to tell you. But I got to ask... About was I happy today about 50 times the other day, (laughs) right after I made a terrible shot. Did you know that God really loves each and every one of us? Did you know that? It's good to remind ourselves that he does. Because if you're like me and you're acutely aware of all your shortcomings as I am of mine, then you may do what I do sometimes and I ask the question, how can God really love me? with all the things I've done and all the mistakes that I've made. If I choose to go down that road, it's not hard to talk myself into feeling unworthy and undeserving of God's love. You know, we're not alone in feeling like that. We're in pretty good company. The Apostle Paul once said, I don't deserve to be an apostle. And if it isn't easy enough to feel unworthy of God's love because we're just not good enough, then sometimes we just feel insignificant. We say, why would God love me? I'm just a nobody in the grand scheme of things. Well, we're not alone in feeling like that either. Moses once said, who am I that I should lead the people out of Egypt? So feeling unworthy and insignificant, that's not very unusual. But here's the thing. It's not true. We can't allow those feelings to do anything but remind us of what is true. And that is this. God does love you. And you do matter to Him. And I'm going to tell you why. You see, God doesn't love you because of anything you have or haven't done. He doesn't love you because you're a good person. You'll never be good enough to earn God's love. It's because of His amazing grace that He loves you. And love isn't something God just does. Love is who God is. The Word says it in John. God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God and God in Him. So God isn't going around deciding what to love and not love. God is love. That's who God is. And if God is love, then everything he makes, he makes out of love. And whether you feel like it or not today, you can believe that when God made you, it was completely out of love. And you know something else? When you love someone, they matter to you. 
They are not insignificant. The Word says, I have loved you with an everlasting love. I have drawn you with loving kindness. Even though there are six billion people on earth, God has a deep and intense interest in you and your well-being. What I'm saying is you matter. You matter to God. You know, when Dana and I became parents for the first time with the birth of our daughter, Ashley, I didn't think it was possible to love anything as much as that little girl. But then when our second daughter, Elise, was born, somehow it was the most natural thing in the world to love her just as much as Ashley. And now you've heard me bragging about our granddaughter. We, we can't believe how much we, how much love we can feel for that child. And yet nothing takes away from the love we already have for our family. And you see, that's the miracle of love that God shares with us, that true love, God's love, never divides, always expands to include everyone we can love. So can we completely understand how God can love us also individually? I really doubt it. But I do know that you can live every second of your life knowing that you have a loving Father who cherishes every moment spent with you. And when you recite John 3.16, you could just as well say, For God so loved me that he gave his only Son, that whosoever believes in me shall not perish but have everlasting life. You can say that because God loves you that much. Do you ever feel out of place and unable to relate to those around you? Stay with us to learn how it may be an opportunity to stand out and stand up for God. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. What's less than two inches big, fully rechargeable, and comes in three sporty colors? It's Nebo Tools Micro Pocket Light. Impossibly bright and unbelievably small, the Micro features six unique light modes, including the 400-lumen turbo mode and three LED color lighting options, red, green, and white light, to accommodate any situation. The Micro is small enough to conceal in your hand or fit on your key ring. This powerful pocket light even comes with a stainless steel necklace chain to keep this light with you wherever you go. Choose red, black, or silver to match your personal style. Find Nebo Tools intensely bright lights and flashlights, including the tiny yet powerful micro pocket light at batteries plus bulbs outlets, in hardware stores everywhere, and online at NeboTools.com. That's N-E-B-O-Tools.com. Use the promo code ChristianRadio and receive a 10% discount on your order at work, home, or play. For the ultimate in flashlights, let Nebo light your way. And now back to On the Bright Side as Bobby Bollinger shares his unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith. I want to talk about what to do when we feel like we're in the wrong place. How many of you have ever felt like you're in the wrong place? I can tell you every time that my wife and I go into the store, Neiman Marcus, I feel like I'm in the wrong place. She feels right at home. I don't understand this. But I will tell you one thing. If you're here this morning, then you're in the right place. Because anytime 
that you are where worship and praise to the Lord is going on, you're in a good place. Can you say amen to that? But what I'm really talking about is being in the wrong place in your life or being really out of place. You know, Dana and I, we moved a little further north of town uh, last summer. So my commute to, uh, to and from the office takes me down Highway 114. And on 114, as you drive by the old Circle K Ranch for a while. And there's this pasture right about where the Trophy Club exit is, where if you look over there, you, for a second, you're not sure what you're seeing. Because in that pasture, there's a small herd of buffalo. And in the middle of the herd, a camel is standing there. A camel standing in a herd of buffalo. And I know, how many have seen this? And even though I drive by there twice a day, I still think when I see it, that's just not right. And over the months, I've, be I've begun to feel a lot of empathy for that camel. I mean, I even gave him a name. I don't know what his real name is, but I call him Clarence. And I feel for Clarence the camel because I know how out of place he must feel. Well, what I'm talking about is sometimes, as Christians, we can feel like Clarence the camel, like we're all alone standing in a herd of buffalo, out of place, not able to relate to those around us, hoping that something will happen to get us out of that situation. And when that happens, I want to encourage you this morning by sharing these two quick thoughts with you. The first thought is this. You may need to be like a camel standing in a herd of buffalo. Now what I mean by that is this. There may be a purpose to you being in an out-of-place situation. To expand just a little on Pastor Steve's message a few weeks ago, when Daniel and his three friends, Shadrach, Meshach, and where'd you go, were just making sure that you were listening. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were deported to Babylon. They absolutely found themselves like a camel standing in a herd of buffalo. They were in a strange land with a strange culture. And they felt completely out of place. But the word says that they decided in their heart to be true to their beliefs. And when it came crunch time for those boys, when they had to give in and go along, or they had to stand up for what they believed in, they made a choice that secured their destiny and glorified God. And their story has lived for thousands of years because of that decision. So when you find yourself in an out-of-place situation, sometimes it was meant to be. Sometimes it's an opportunity for you to not just be out of place, but to stand out and to stand up for God. Second idea I want to share with you is when you find yourself out of place is that it's easy to feel alone when you're out of place. But you're not alone. You're not alone. The Lord uses these out of place experiences as opportunities for us to experience Him in a brand new way. 
In that same Bible story, when King Nebuchadnezzar threw our three boys in that fiery furnace, he looked in the fire and he said, Wait a minute, how many did I throw in there? And they said, Three. And he said, I see four guys walking around in there unharmed. And one of them looks like a son of the gods. You see, they weren't alone. The Lord was with them all along. And even though it seems like you're all alone and totally out of place sometimes, you have to remember the Lord is right there with you, especially when you're going through the fire. You know, many times we like to refer to our life with Christ as a walk. We say we walk with the Lord. We refer to other people's walk of faith. What we don't talk about that often is that it's a walk all right, but it's not always a walk in the park. There are hills to climb. There are valleys to cross. And there's lots of twists and turns along the way. And sometimes, sometimes, you may even feel like a camel standing in a herd of buffalo. But you don't have to let these out-of-place situations derail your walk with God. You have the victory because Christ lives in you. And because Christ lives in you and he lives in me, we can make it. We will make it. We can keep walking and we can keep living victorious, overcoming lives in Jesus' name. God doesn't love you because of anything you have or haven't done. He doesn't love you because you're a good person. Coming up next, God loves you because of His amazing grace. Love is who God is. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. Sometimes you discover something that's so ultra cool and handy that it just screams, you need this. Meet the Nebo Tools Slim. This is a thin, ergonomic, rechargeable pocket light that puts out 500 lumens of intense bright light. This isn't like any flashlight you've ever seen, and it's shaped like your cell phone. A task light and flashlight, the Slim fits, hangs, or sits just about anywhere. Fully dimmable with power memory recall. The ultra cool Slim pocket light features a pocket clip, collapsible hanging hook, and powerful magnet base for convenient hands-free lighting. This light will prove so handy that you don't want to go anywhere without it. The Slim, just one of the many reasons why Nebo is the leader in lighting innovation. Find Nebo Tools' intensely bright lights and flashlights, including the ultra-cool and handy Slim, at batteries plus bulbs outlets, in hardware stores everywhere, and online at nebotools.com. That's N-E-B-O tools.com. Use the promo code CHRISTIANRADIO and receive a 10% discount on your order. At work, home, or play, for the ultimate in flashlights, let Nebo light your way. We hope you're enjoying Bobby Bollinger's unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith on the Bright Side. I want you to say this verse with me. Let's go. Surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And of course, in the King James Version, it uses mercy instead of love. And, uh, and I want to talk about this for a moment. How many recognize where this verse 
comes from. Of course, it's the 23rd Psalm. It's the one that starts with, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Well, this verse is the last verse of that passage in Psalms. Well, it so happens that I've become obsessed with this verse of Scripture this week. And have you ever had that happen to you? Whenever uh, something gets in your head and you just can't get it out? It's like a catchy jingle in a commercial that just won't go away? Well, that's been Psalm 23.6 for me this week. I, I've been accused of having an, an obsessive personality at times. I, I'd like to think that uh, I'm not as much anymore at this stage of my life, but I have to believe that if you're going to be obsessive about something, it's, uh, it's probably best to be obsessive about the Word of God. Uh, do you agree with that? Well, good. I was getting worried about myself. Okay. Well, anyway, while reading the Word recently, this verse just stopped me and just became an endless fountain of faith and inspiration. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And just so you know, Shirley is not a woman named Shirley. Shirley, in this case, means it's not maybe or perhaps goodness and mercy follows us. But surely, definitely, goodness and mercy follow us. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me. One of the revelations I had with um, Psalms 23 this week was that we don't have to chase after God's goodness and mercy. You know why? Because it says God's goodness and mercy follows us. It pursues us. As we follow Jesus, the good shepherd, and he leads us, then his goodness and mercy are like the rear guard. They're like the the trained, experienced uh, sheepdogs. They're ready to pull up at any moment we find ourselves in need of these attributes of the Lord. Well, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me. Surely goodness. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. As long as I have breath and breathe, not one day will I have to worry about being without God's goodness and mercy. Now, some of you are thinking by now, you know, man, he, he really is obsessed with that scripture. Let me explain something to you. God's goodness is getting things we don't deserve. And God's mercy is not getting what we do deserve. Can you see what an amazing promise this is? Surely goodness, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me. You know, sometimes, sometimes you just, you need to take all your theological positions, all your religious preferences, and just put them aside and say, I'm going to stand on this word today. Surely goodness and mercy. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me. It doesn't matter what's going on in my life, good or bad. Surely goodness and mercy 
shall follow me. When I'm sick and I'm worried about that doctor's report, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me. When I've lost my job, I don't know how we're going to make it. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me. And when I'm blessed with good fortune, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me. When our grandson is dedicated to the Lord, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me. Listen, two things I want you to think about today. The first one is this. The Word of God is the place to go for direction and answers and inspiration in your life. What this verse of scripture has done for me this week, I can't explain it, but it's a good example. Psalms 23, 6 is my battle cry today. It's my new mission statement. That's what the Lord gave me to strengthen my faith and draw me near this week. And I know he has something powerful for you that he wants to share with you if you'll just open the book and look for it. And the second thing is this. You know, God loves us just the way we are. But he loves us too much to let us stay just the way we are. And that's why our journey is full of all these tests and trials and twists and turns. They're there to teach us. They're there to train us. They're there to strengthen our faith. And that's why it's so amazing to know That in any situation, no matter what comes, God's goodness and mercy is always there. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Thank you for listening to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur and business owner. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at onthebrightside.org or join the discussion on Facebook. You can also call 847-312-8197. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights. Relied on by emergency professionals across America. Trusted by many at work, home, or play. Let Nebo light your way. Learn more about Nebo Tools at onthebrightside.org or call 847-312-8197. Pregnant, single, alone. Where does a young woman in this situation turn to for help? Embrace Grace. Does your church stand in the gap for young pregnant women in need of love and support? Embrace Grace. How can a congregation be both pro-life and pro-love? Embrace Grace. Embrace Grace responds with love to women in an unplanned pregnancy. Embrace Grace reaches out with kindness and acceptance and without judgment. Nearly 500 churches offer Embrace Grace, a gospel-centered program designed to help single pregnant moms let go of past hurts and wounds and prepare them spiritually, emotionally, and practically for motherhood. Embrace Grace paves the way for young single women to become spiritually and emotionally healthy parents. Visit EmbraceGrace.com or call 817-755-8484 to learn how your church can embrace grace 
That's EmbraceGrace.com or call 817-755-8484.